Hello and welcome back to another episode of Holistic Healers. Thank you all for joining this month for this episode. Um, as most of you know, if you are following the Instagram page, we are on season two of this podcast to celebrate a year doing it. So thank you all for all the support. And if you're new, welcome to the show. My name is Morgan. We talk about anything health and wellness related. Um, I tend to talk more about mental health things just because I'm getting my doctorate in clinical psych. However, um, all of our health is related, our physical health, our mental health, emotional health, kind of cultural health, spiritual health, whatever you want to say, it's all related. So I tried to do my best to get a good variety of different types of health topics. Um, but as always, if you have a topic or even a guest in mind that you want to learn from or hear from, let me know. So you can find me on my Instagram page mainly. It's the at holistic underscore healing LC. You can DM me there or email me at holistichealinglc at gmail.com. Um, so feel free to reach out if you have any recommendations or uh, topics or people you would like to have on the show and listen to. Uh, now that we are in season two, I will be releasing two episodes each month. So we will do a guest episode. So I'll have a guest on like we are today uh, talking about either their expertise and or their healing journey and how they're helping clients. And then we'll do the holistic tips episodes, which if you're new, these are episodes that just have me on there that I share my own personal information um, about things that I have found to be helpful in my own healing journey or things that I know I've worked for my clients in the past or currently. Um, so definitely check out any one of those that you think fits best with your needs. Um, but let's get into it. So for today's episode, um, I wanted to first start off talking a little about how I met this person, um, because I think the universe had it in mind for us to cross paths that day. And yeah, then we'll get into, I'll share a little more about her and then we'll uh, start the conversation. So I was hanging out at a farmer's market. I feel like I do that every weekend in the summer in Washington, um, but I'm in Washington and I uh, was walking around and I instantly was drawn to her business stand um, because when I saw it, it was all about meditation and trying to make meditation more consistent and more engaging. And if you know me, whereas I probably have talked about before on the show, I suck at being consistent with my meditation practice. So when I saw her stand, I was instantly drawn to it. it looked super interesting. So she is the founder of Maybe Page, and she has a passion for making meditation simpler for people. Um, so she creates these like handmade meditation kits and tools, and you could buy them so that you too can be more consistent and engaged with your meditation practice. So obviously I was very interested and thought this was really a terrific idea. And as I have shared with clients before, um, meditation, if you don't already know, is one of the best ways we can relax and regulate our nervous system. Specifically, if we are in our fight or flight response within our sympathetic nervous system. Um, so along with breathing exercises, Meditation is probably one of the best ways to 
re-engage with our surroundings, be more present, and get back into our uh, ventral vagal system or the other version of our parasympathetic nervous system. So I thought I have her on because not only is she an expert in this meditation field and has great resources for you all to check out, um, but she's a local small business. And I was like, oh my gosh, we need to do some advertising. We need to get her on. Um, so like I said, if you're in the Washington State area, go check her out. All of her uh, information and resources and where to get these kits will be listed at the bottom of the episode in the episode notes. So go check her out. She also has an Instagram. You can go look at that. But we will get all into this into the uh, episode today. Um, Briefly, too, she is a Reiki master. She is a sound energy healer. She does both crystal and Tibetan sound bowls as well as a student to become a registered yoga teacher. So she's awesome. I already love her, and I can't wait for you all to hear from her. Uh, So without further ado, I would like to welcome Paige to the Holistic Healers podcast. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Morgan. Yeah, tell us a little about yourself. Well, I know you kind of got a little brief summary from Morgan, but I guess I'm going to add to that with really full transparency. I am a recovering perfectionist. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm just putting puzzle pieces together to focus on wholeness instead. And that kind of led me to dive deeper into meditation, um, to calm my mind, and really to allow me to trust my own authenticity and to actually treat myself with a little bit of compassion, which is easy to give to others, but hard to do for yourself. Uh, I've always had some sort of spiritual reflection or journaling practice. And I learned some meditation through yoga classes like Shitman Shavasana, but wasn't really sure what just a strictly meditation practice looked like. (laughs) And I honestly, you know, I kind of found it intimidating. And since I have started my meditation business, it's intimidating for other people too. So I understand. I knew there were, you know, so many benefits of it, Um, more positive emotions, you've got mental clarity, strength and connection to intuition or inner wisdom, compassion, presence of mind, you know, all those kinds of things. But I struggled to calm my mind. It would feel like a stock market, basically, (laughs) (laughs) like the screen, you know? (laughs) So I just kind of dove in and I began to research meditation practices. And it's really interesting how complex it can be. Like if you Google it, you get 28 steps to meditate (laughs) or the 11 pillars of meditation. And honestly, I don't remember what the pillars are. And I thoroughly respect um, the practice and that knowledge. But what I needed and wanted was something simple that could really help me in the day-to-day, even like if I didn't have an established location or Zen space, like something I could do at my kitchen table. And honestly, like in reflection, some of the best meditations I have ever had are at my kitchen table. (laughs) So when I thought about the yoga sessions I'd done in the past, I had gone to one studio in particular where I really resonated with the teacher And when we began Shavasana, she would ring a bell. And then she would quiet, kind of quietly walk around with this really 
like light scented essential oil spray, probably something lavender, but it smelled amazing. Mm -hmm. And I would eventually fall, start to feel home. And I, I did that at lunch. And then, you know, I'm a, a contracts analyst by day. <laughs> I would go back to work and I would just be pretty chill, not worried, you know, very, very calm. But as, as I continued these classes, when I would hear the bell and smell the scent, I started to calm quicker. So, you know, as I was researching meditation, I, I thought about that using just that simple observation. And that, so I was hopeful I could, you know, improve in that practice. And, you know, I started looking for some sort of meditation kit, but I couldn't find anything. So I started to put together pieces that made me feel calm, which of course started with sound and smell. So I bought a little uh, Tibetan bowl, got a candle, um, I added a journal, I added crystals, plants, some affirmations, some good music. That just, those became my tools. Um, so as I kind of allowed myself to get quiet, just every day in that little, you know, wherever I was, I found myself beginning to kind of trust myself a little more, um, being able to hear my own voice. I was really a chronic people pleaser and um, had really worked in my professional career, but just uh, being able to really trust things was, was kind of hard for me. <clears throat> uh, but so I, I was able to grow in that, but then through meditation, some other things came up too kind of entering the season where our adult children were busy establishing their lives, their careers. We weren't on call as parents any, so much anymore. And this is awesome and really something every parent hopes for. Um, but when you're used to that um, and truly being like probably so many moms that, you know, you're able to calm your anxiety by being of service to others. And it's great to do that with your kids. But I learned of a local medical intuitive and spiritual healer. Um, so I had my first reading and Reiki session with Jen Stump of Glow Spiritual Healing, and she's in Puyallup. Uh, and that session just in and of itself was so validating and releasing for me. I had never done either. Um, I felt like some sluggish energy was cleared. Um, it allowed me to feel... Um, or maybe the energy was replaced with something very peaceful and very creative. Um, so I would kind of say this single session like um, changed the trajectory of my journey, honestly. <clears throat> so I started taking classes to learn pretty much everything I could. Uh, I learned Reiki and through a Reiki master, I learned Yoga Mudra. I learned sound healing and all of those uh, modalities helped me to grow really my meditation practice um, and from there <clears throat> I started to really create a little prototype of my own personal meditation kit that I was using at home and opened a business uh, really with a goal in mind to make meditation simple and to help other people because it, it it helped me so much. So that's where we're at. And that's how I met Morgan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And in my intro, I was um, explaining how, you know, I was walking around the farmer's market and 
uh, for anyone who knows me or has uh, listened to the episode, I am terrible at consistently doing meditation. And so when I saw your stand and all like the cute little kits you make, I was like, oh my gosh, this is such a great idea. You were so nice when I met you. And so it was just, I, I was like, the universe made us cross paths because I was like, this is such a great idea and more people need it. <laughs> I need it. You know, what's really cool about that is I, you know, my husband comes along with me to everything. He's just my best friend and the community interactions that we have, like it will kind of choke me up to even share like it really warms my heart anytime someone purchases a kit because I know the intention that I and love that I put in the kits um I know that they're beginning a journey or expanding upon a journey uh you know people open up to us and it really makes you feel grateful and just humbled and really a full understanding of how connected we all are. I mean, there are people who have been through traumas. There are cancer survivors. There are there are folks who have been actively deployed. Uh, there are just, there are things that people are dealing with and it's really pretty beautiful to have them say, you know, I am just working on me mm-hmm. and, and this will help me. This kind of gives me some direction. The kits, uh, everything that's in them. I have a little toolkit sheet in there that talks about everything. Uh, give them some simple meditation steps that have worked for me. I am, I am not the expert. I just know what worked for me. Yeah, and I think honestly, like I've said this before too, and I continue to live by it. Like I don't think you need a ton of degrees or anything like that to be an expert I think if you and this is kind of the point of the podcast too like if you've been through something and you can speak to that like you just did like that makes you an expert I think Mm. I think so you know I I invite on guests who either are experts you know they have the degrees they help yes or or it's the people like yourself but also you know you're helping people too but it's people who have been through it who have lived life right and can just attest to it and can share you know what they've learned that really helps me to hear that because I do come from a career that you know it does matter that you're certified and I have to tell you that I took kind of that mindset into my business and went well I can't just speak to what my practice has been. So I, I did get certifications in different things, you know, and that's part of my own, um, you know, my own, I'm not going to battle isn't the right word, but just, you know, you hear of imposter syndrome that people worry about. Like when you ask me to come on, I'm like, why Morgan? I'm sure I said that right to you. Why would you want me? I'm just like everybody else. I'm just trying to figure it out. And, you know, I, but I do realize that we, we have value um, in our experiences. It is, you know, my joy to answer the call. If there's anything that I can do to help other women, specifically uh, going through seasons or the women of my generation, I would love to lift their voices as they open their hearts to new and different modalities because it just wasn't something that was that was in our lives um, growing up and I have met some of the 
most wonderful people in the community of, you know, holistic healers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think in general, you know, just the healing realm of work, we not only, you know, just meet a ton of people with really cool backgrounds and stuff, but I think like you were saying, like we open, we're almost like teachers. Like if anything, we just have like a bunch of tools and we get to teach people and give them access to all these great things to unlock, you know, like you were saying, like this new vibration of us, you know, move us up in the world, um, yeah. better ourselves, a better version of ourselves. And we just get to be, like you said, like the modalities, we get to be the teachers of that. So I think it's great yeah. you're doing this. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> you know, I guess it sounds silly, but I was talking to a good friend of mine the other day and she was saying something about not being creative, but she's an amazing cook. And I said, oh, don't tell me that because cooking is creative and you just think it's easy to make these different things. But to someone else, that that is just amazing to them. So yes, you are creative. Yeah. Yep. And just finding the positives, finding our strengths. Yeah. That's a very humanistic approach. <laughs> finding I love it. <laughs> right. I totally agree. So, so tell me a little more about your meditation kits. What are, what's all in it? Um, I mentioned a little bit of it, but I'm kind of curious what else is in it. So in the kit itself, of course, I talked about sound and scent. So I can't really put a bowl in it. I do a space clearing bell. So it's a little rustic vintage uh, tin wood hammer bell that can be used to clear negative energies. In your meditation space, it can, bells can, and sound in general can bring you into the present moment. And they also kind of entrain your brain into the beginning of your practice. So there's that. Um, I mentioned candles. So I'm going to go right into that because to me, having a ray of light um, is really important. And the candle that I make uh, is a bee, organic beeswax candle because I actually have asthma and beeswax. Yeah, it's very, very clean burning and bright burning and it burns longer. And I add a little bit of sustainably sourced Palo Santo essential oil. So there's that. There's a little meditation clock in there. So you can, wherever you are, you can set this up and it all comes in a box that you can open and close. Um, the meditation cloth is just like a little textile that uh, is a specific color. The kits are kind of made within the chakra, the colors of the chakras, right? Uh, there's a cleansing crystal, so a little piece of selenite, and selenite's included for its purifying properties. Uh, it cleanses your space, it charges other crystals, which to calm the mind, remove energy blockages. There's a little protection crystal in there too. It's like a little mini wishing bottle filled with black tourmaline, which provides kind of a cloak of protection, not only really physically, but for negative thoughts or unwanted energies. Uh, there's a little reflection journal. There is an intention stone, or I call them Reiki rocks. Uh, they're rocks that I paint. Uh, maybe for every five cute ones, there are four that are really bad then I don't include those. So I'm always learning. I'm always trying and just kind of letting creativity flow because that's how yeah. it goes. 
So with those little rocks, they go with the kit. They have an energy of the kit. Some of them have words. Some of them are very artistic. And then I, being a Reiki master, I infuse that energy into those objects. So there's that. Uh, there's usually a little manifestation message in there, some sort of affirmation that's inspiring and uh, something living. So there's a little, a little holder and a little air plant, you know, to represent, you know, that, that peace, that warmth, and then a pocket mala. And this is something that's really near and dear to my heart. I, I know a lot of people have heard of malas and a mala, a full-size mala is specifically 108 beads because that is really a spiritual number across religions. Um, I believe they are also called prayer beads. You can call what you're making a mala uh, in a half mala or quarter or pocket mala, which is what these are, if the amount of beads are divisible into that number of 108. So the little pocket malas are 27 beads. They're all crystal. Uh, I use a silk cord and then I use recycled sari silk for the tassels. I make all of that. And the, the intention or, you know, what I share with the mala is because I'm promoting daily meditation, 10 minutes, if you have 10 minutes, it'll, it'll change the way you greet your day. Mm -hmm. um, and, and with a full size mala of 108 beads, it's kind, it takes a while to meditate with a mala of that size. Well, what you do with the pocket mala, uh, you have the 27 beads. You also have a guru bead, which is not included in the 27, but you you hold the bead, breathe in through your nose, breathe out through your mouth, and maybe speak an intention. When I was working on body positivity, I said, I love myself and the body I chose. And then I just spoke that all the way through, and it's really transformative how you feel by taking 27 breaths, speaking positively and kindly to yourself. When you get to the end, you just feel better. So that is that is the other piece that's in there. Wow. Those boxes are so personable and like they they're they're really handmade like with the energy feed with it too. That is so cool. Yeah. They are fun. And then I I also have the little meditation mats and it's kind of a cute story. We still have time. My daughter had bought a beautiful, big, uh, chunky crocheted blanket. <clears throat> and she spent quite a bit of, quite a bit on it because they are expensive and, and time consuming a lot of yarn to make. And I used to crochet. I taught my daughters how to crochet. And I told her, let me relearn this. Let me let me make your blankets and make them for my little grandbabies. Um, so my first dive in with this big chunky yarn was, I, you know, I forgot about counting. And I made this big, huge blanket. And it was just kind of going a little off. And I, I knew I had to start over. So I sat on the floor with this big blanket. And I started taking it, you know, pulling it apart. And I, at the time I was doing my sound healer, which is the certification in crystal and Tibetan bowls and doing sound baths. So you're on the floor a good amount of time. And the 40 minutes it took me to take apart this mat, I was so comfortable sitting on the floor. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I wonder if anyone makes like a really chunky yarn yoga mat. So I looked for one, couldn't find one. So I started making one. So 
those I make in like a extra large yoga mat size and my friends who do yin yoga, um, some friends who are massage therapists, uh, they, it's amazing that like a yoga mat, when you're laying on it in a longer meditation or sound bath, even with bolsters and pillows, they're not super comfortable. Mm-hmm. But the medi mats, that, that chunky yarn really adds some support under you anyway. So yeah, it sounds story. comfy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I by accident, right? So but I feel like a lot of that all of I don't know sometimes when we go places in life it's very accidental and it's not planned so it definitely sounds like that's how you came across it I did I have a picture of the big ball of yarn and I just kind of hang on to that because you know through our mistakes you know creativity is born and that's just what happened Mm -hmm. so how much do one of those kits cost so the kits are 68 dollars they have Gosh, about 80 to $85 worth of items in them, retail-wise, but $68. Is it just, like, through your local shop, or can you find that? Where can they buy them? Thank you, Morgan. I have, well, a couple things. I, I attend, obviously, we're at Select Gates at the Kellogg Farmer's Market. We are going to, we're at various markets, but I do have a website, which is just maybepage.com. Uh, I'm very active on Instagram, uh, which is may underscore b underscore page. And then I have an online store that you can, it is in a link tree off my Instagram and off of the website. So, no, that's cool though. I'm glad that there's a bunch of different ways people can reach you. And as always, you know, for those who listen, all of her information will be at the bottom of the episode. So go check it out. It's also on the post. So you can link to her there. Um, but there's a bunch of ways to find you. And I'm yeah. so glad I found you because I feel like everything you post, I love so much so far. Oh, you're so cute. I loved meeting you too. And I, I am, we are working on a little studio at our house because I would like to do small group sound baths three or four people, couples. Uh, I am doing some various, I've done some, I've done Reiki. Uh, I did a session, uh, an event with Glow, Spiritual Healing, and I have um, sound ba- some sound baths coming up and various things I'm doing on that service side of things too. Okay, nice. I, I kind of just want to talk about maybe meditation in general um, <laughs> and just kind of hear your thoughts about you know, how it's been helpful for you. I know um, you mentioned it a little bit earlier, but if you can speak to, you know, when you first started it to now and what are some of maybe the benefits that you've experienced? Yeah. When I first started, like I I said, I didn't really know what I was doing. I didn't really know what to expect. I, and I got to a place where I just, I just decided to do the little practice, ring the bell, light my candle, you know, do my thing and just kind of sit just sit for a few minutes and um over time in the beginning that's pretty much all I did um in time uh things have happened like I I see colors when I meditate now um there are and I believe you know I am you are far more uh scientific than I am but I do think that has to do with brain waves you know just getting to a calm place uh, some folks believe that those are chakra colors that you see or 
but I, you know, I, that's depending on what your beliefs are, right? It's a very beautiful place to be. It's a very calm place to be. Um, you know, as I, as I enter my day, the busy world shift gears into all that uh, comes with being in a compliance oriented career. The confidence is just there. Through that quiet reflection, there are just things that maybe I thought before were my imagination, I realized are my intuition, and now I listen. And even in such small ways, like being at work, and am I going to, I need to send an email, and I need to send a directive. I, I just don't even pause anymore. I trust that what I'm sharing is what's needed in this moment. If I'm at the grocery store and my head pops into needing the specific thing, I'm like, yep, gonna listen to that. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it. You know, there's just that piece. Um, it, the whole piece of just trusting myself. And um, I, I guess that's the main thing. And that's what I want to share with everyone. If you can just pull back a little bit, you're, you're, your inner voice is quiet mm -hmm. and it's really hard to hear it through all of the noise of the world yeah. and you owe it to yourself because our time is so short here to to listen to you because you know we are sold an a image of perfection and ideal life and that's that's not everybody's past mm -hmm. you know it's different and it helped me release those kinds of things through the reflection that helped me not worry about, uh, you know, if someone's in a bad mood, I, I'm not going to think that has to do with me. That's, I know that I'm good and I'm good with me. I think that piece about, I, and this has kind of been a theme I've heard throughout with meditation um, on this show so far is just your confidence increases. And I think that comes with, you know, the more that you listen to yourself, the more that you're going to trust yourself. And that perfection, I, I was thinking about that because I am, I'm not only a people pleaser, but I am a perfectionist. Yeah. I think anyone who yep. knows me will be like, All right, yes, yeah. that is your personality trait, Morgan. <laughs> um, but I'm kind of with yeah, and you said you've experienced it, maybe still do. Um, and I think sometimes with that perfectionism, it's because we don't trust ourselves. You know, we are exactly. operating out of, you know, how can I benefit other people? How can I make everything perfect just to prove yep. that you're enough? But honestly, it's like you're looking for that external validation. It's not coming from intrinsically anymore. Exactly. And, and I found that for my own self, as I went through life season type changes, that I... I had the ability to collapse on myself. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know how else to explain that, except that um, I could find within myself compassion for other people, but I really struggled with it for me. And if it's, if it's okay, I want to share one more quick thing about meditation. Yeah. You know, you can read all these great books. There's lots of things to read out there. There's so many more modalities that will help you with that practice, but be open to finding things in, in, you know, not typical places. One day I was in my break room at work and I was working on meditation and there was a Costco magazine in there and I was waiting for something in the microwave. So I picked up the Costco magazine. I'm just kind of glancing at it, looking for my, I don't know, my 24 pack of whatever, mm -hmm. but 
there was an article about the Costco president and she was writing about meditation and what it had done for her. And she struggled with it until she, um, sometimes you go into meditation and they talk about focusing on a still object. It was hard for me. For her, it shifted when she started focusing on a color. So she loved the color blue. So for her, that worked. And I put that magazine down. I remember walking back to my desk and thinking blue. But blue is, is still blue. And then I thought, no, but waves aren't still. So my busy mind needed to think of something that moved. And that shifted for me. I... So I don't, I don't worry about, you know, in the beginnings, focusing on something still, I think of waves, water is just so cleansing, clearing and calming, I would think of the waves moving. And that that really helped me something simple like that. So you may just find, you know, inspiration in a gospel magazine. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> that's such a great point, too, because, you know, within any, you know, coping skill or practice like meditation, you know, it's not going to be the same for everyone. And really? some people really? may pick up, you know, meditation pretty quickly and they're able to do it, see the colors right away that you do. Who yeah. knows? Um, for people who are resonating with more of my story, maybe even yours of like, I couldn't sit still for more than five minutes. I'm not consistent. <laughs> that's, that's me. Um, but just know, I guess, just as a reminder that meditation is different for everyone and try to find what calms you. Uh, I think that's probably a good takeaway, at least from meditation in general. <laughs> I agree. And if, if you have you know, five minutes and maybe your meditation is on a quick walk around the block before you go to work, you know, maybe hearing birds and the quiet of the morning is your, your vibe, you know, whatever it takes to just center, do it. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so many grounding techniques out there as well. Um, you know, I, there's like always like the five, four, three, two, one, where you have the five, you know, five site. I can't remember it off the top of my head, but um, I'll put it down in the, I'll put it in the resources. <laughs> um, but basically, you know, you look around, what do you hear? What do you taste? What do you smell? All those things um, just to get you present in the moment. And uh, we were talking about it earlier before, uh, before mm -hmm. the show started was all the polyvagal stuff. And when you center yourself in the moment, you're, you're, I guess, activating your ventral vagal, you're calming your nervous system. And that's what meditation does. We're coming out of the sympathetic and we're going into the ventral vagal to feel calm and present. I love that. I learned so much from your podcast, Morgan. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> I do. I do. I, I think, uh, I haven't officially decided yet, but I think I'm going to do a version of polyvagal theory some sort of topic about it for my dissertation uh so wow. interesting <laughs> that is going to be interesting and you have one out right now on masculine and feminine energy don't you yeah yeah i want to watch i want to listen to that too gotta let me know what you think but yeah um that's another great topic i feel like it's a whole nother episode you could just go into really into each of them <laughs> pretty thoroughly totally get it mm-hmm well, um, I guess just kind of to wrap up or starting to, um, what if, if you had to recommend maybe one thing either about meditation or just like your healing experiences in general, it could be either, 
what would you say to the audience? What would you say to them? Mm. I know we talked about a lot of your recommendations and stuff we like that. Uh, definitely my recommendation is to go look for her and find her <laughs> meditation kits. <laughs> you know, I think it'd just be don't close in your world. Get out with community. You know, explore different modalities. Don't be afraid of them. They can be what you want them to be. Learn about them and and take the time. You're worth the time. You know, uh, um, I know especially a lot of women in my generation never, never um, really dove into self-care. And it's really important because, you know, as you as you raise your own energy, as I said, you raise the energy of the collective. So you know step into it lean into you yeah and if you think you don't have the time for meditation mm -hmm. there I, I have to find the research study but there's a study out there that has talked about you actually save time in your day when you practice more meditation so um maybe you, you know, know give up five minutes it's going to save I you agree. Time later. <laughs> I totally agree because if you had talked to me 10 years ago I would have said I can't meditate so it would really surprise you. You can, you mm -hmm. can just, you can't put a big expectation on it. It's just really a time to, to quiet it down. Do you have any recommendations for that? Maybe this is just for my <laughs> personal use, but I, I definitely go into meditation with a big expectation. Like this is going to yep. resolve my stress. Um, so, <clears throat> what, what would you recommend? Thanks. Things I have read, yeah, definitely don't do that. <laughs> Again, it can just be a quiet time. And I, I can relate to that because I remember like the first time I saw colors, mm -hmm. then I'm like, oh, I want to see that again. And I couldn't. Mm -hmm. And maybe a month later, they showed up again. But I think it is really just, just again, if you have a practice, your mind becomes trained to that practice. And the bell, the smell, you know, your little setting yourself up with the things that you love mm -hmm. and just letting it be what it is, because maybe today's meditation is going to, uh, as you try to calm your mind, bring a thought to you that you need to remember that you didn't think of. Um, maybe something's coming up and, you know, I know probably the goal of meditation is to not bring thoughts in, but you can't be afraid of the thoughts. Mm -hmm. You can thank them. And jot them down when you're done. And, you know, when you're, even if you're taking that few minutes and then journaling just a little bit of what you thought of or saw or felt during that meditation, it's really interesting to kind of go back over that journal and you learn about you and your peace is priceless. So, um, you know, giving yourself that time will benefit you. I feel like even starting a business um, learning the service side of it, the retail side of it, making everything that I make, having five adult kids, grandbabies. Um, <laughs> I feel that I am my best self uh, now, even with all these things happening in my life, because without fail, I take that time to ground every day. Sometimes I meditate. I do have a meditation space now, but sometimes I bring everything out and just sit out on my back patio or or wherever. Sometimes I have to take time on a break from work in the car. I, you know, I just meditation moves. It mm -hmm. can go with you. Um, 
it's not just a standalone thing. Incorporating it into your daily life mm-hmm. is is probably key. Yeah. And you know, I I saw something the other day that someone said, if you have five minutes, just do that. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised over the course of a year what taking five minutes moving in, you know, a direction of your heart or leaning into yourself will do for you. Yeah. And that expectation, like you were saying, of it doesn't have to be in one place in your house. And that's the only mm-hmm. place you can do it. Cause like you mm-hmm. said, it's just not the case. And um, I guess it's just better to do it than not do it at all. Exactly. Nice. Agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Thank you so much for being on the show. It was great to have you. I learned so much from you. So thank you. Thank you, Morgan. Thanks for the invitation and, and putting value on meditation and just inviting me. Yeah. Got to support, you know, the local businesses. Um, I guess me being one too. (laughs) Right. Um, But yeah, I guess one last time, if you want to share where people can find your meditation kits, we'll kind of end with that. Yeah, I'll just share a couple things we have coming up. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure when this will um, go live, but August 12th, we're going to be at Nights on Ryan in downtown Sumner. On August 9th and September 15th, we'll be at the Puyallup Farmer's Market. On uh, mid-September, Commutes and Farm is having a market. We'll be there. Um, and again, on my website, and I'm very active on Instagram. If we have something coming up, I'm going to post about it. Yay. I'm so excited. And I will, maybe I will come and attend. If I don't have school that one of those great. days, I will go. <laughs> I'll go and come see you. <laughs> that sounds great, Morgan. Thank you. Yeah, well, Thank you to everyone else, too, for listening. Hopefully you got something out of it. I know I did. I suck at meditation, but I think this was a good (laughs) reminder for me. Um, And go check out one of her kits. I need to buy one from you. I said I was, so I'm going to go find you (laughs) at one of those dates so I can buy one. Um, But yeah, if you uh, don't already subscribe to the podcast, I'm on Spotify, Apple, Google, kind of wherever podcasts can be heard from. Um, I'm mainly on Instagram and that's at holistic underscore healing LC um, or check out any of the other episodes, whatever one kind of best serves you, best fits your needs. And if you have any, you know, recommendations of guests you want to hear from or topics you want to learn more about, let me know. But I will talk to you all soon. Thank you so much. Bye.